ये हो जाएगा Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And uh, who is this? It's the this... Pods of America music. We're going to talk about the Mueller report. <laughs> no, Lindsay, I don't want who to. is who I, is? Notice I did William know. Barr. <laughs> Wait, don't ask me these questions. I'm don't kidding. embarrass me. I don't want I'm to. Just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. I got genuinely nervous. I was like, um... It's really funny that you didn't know that theme music. Josh listens to it, so I always hear that music, and I'm like... Ugh. I know, that really does, like, kind of legitimize my... Well, I legitimately don't listen to that podcast. Like, I'm sorry. No no shade to Pod Save America. It's just, imagine us talking about politics. Every time we do, we fuck up. I thought about this this morning, though, because we were obviously recording this on Thursday morning, and... uh, uh U.S. Attorney General William Barr just gave that like press conference. Whatever, I didn't watch it. Uh, but the New York Times tweeted, "Who is U.S. Attorney General <laughs> William Barr?" I mean, to here be are, fair, apparently some are, of us don't know. Here are five things to know about the man in control of what the public can see, and one of the most blah 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 blah. Who is this woman? I love it. I really, really think hey, that's funny. Some of us Americans need to be handheld. I still don't even know whether this thing means anything. It did. <laughs> apparently, it did it. Now we have to read it. <sighs> I'm not reading it. (laughs) I'm not reading it. I'm going to read Sally Rooney's Normal People this weekend. (laughs) Are you? I bought it. I am going to read it too. I want to know what the fuss is about. I'm not going to read it. I just bought, I have like a stack of books on my Uh, nightstand that I have to finish. I love books when I read books. What? But I don't want to buy another book. I don't want to buy another book. But don't you want to know what everyone's talking about? Yeah, but I can get to it shortly. I'll be fine. Who is she? You will tell me how it is. Who is Sally Rooney? I will. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. Lindsay, tell me who she is. So, I don't know. how was your week, Lindsay? You saw play last night. I did. It was. It was. It was fine. Justin Long was in it. I guess that like kind of reveals what it is. But who cares? Justin Long was in it, and he was fantastic. I love him so much. We all know you love. Do Justin we? I don't Long. think that's been something we've we've revealed on the. Podcast. I feel like you've talked about it before, right? I love him. I've definitely been him. like, eh, you love Justin Long. He's your he's your fave. He's I your number love one. Justin he's your Long. One. Aside from Tom Hanks, he's like a crush of mine, like a significant crush, and has been for like a long amount of time. Which also um, like feeds into why I like Drew Barrymore so much. Speaking of Tom Hanks, Let's. Rita Wilson is performing at City Winery. Richard sent me these links, and she was he was like, "Look at what's happening!" And she's performing at City Winery. We should go. It's cheaper than what her performance at the Carlisle usually yeah, is. Yeah, well, it was funny because like, we were like, we were like so ready to go see Rita Wilson perform, and then we were like, "Are you willing to pay fifty dollars to see Rita Wilson perform?" I'm like, and the I don't answer think was so. not. I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> but but I would go see her perform. That's not like I wouldn't. And I feel like now she has more material than she did when she was at the Carlisle. She has more material. I think she also loves doing covers, which I find charming. I think she's plenty charming. Anyway, we should think about it. Let's start with comments and questions because we actually have a lot of comments. We have a, not to use this term, buttload of calls this week and um, we really need to get started. So number one. Hi guys, long time, long time. I just had to stop today's podcast to call in to say, how dare you say that uh, Ryan's brother Trey had an affair with Marissa because what actually happened is that he tried to rape Marissa. So please leave Misha Barton out of this. She was innocent. Justice for Marissa. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. 
we got several calls about this, and I mean, I'm ashamed for getting the OC wrong. So I'm not. I watched that shit a million years ago. But I will say, justice for Misha Barton. Like, you know, she was like fired from that show, right? Like, you're not. I mean, come on. Let's for like bad behavior. Like, just saying. Like. Justice for Misha now, like she's back in action, like ready to take on the world. But you know, OC days. She's a wild child. Uh, and still TBD on when that show, when Hills season two know, or Hills reboot is ever hilarious? coming out. It's the funniest thing in the world that you interviewed those women <laughs> like 100 years ago, and 100. you were and you were like, "Hey, like MTV, like hey, sweeties, can I <laughs> can I get some screeners?" And they were like, "Not yet, babe. Like just hold on." This, and then you kept and then asking. I was like, "The cast, have you seen the show?" And they were like, "No, we haven't seen it." And then they were like, "It's never coming out. Like reshoots, reshoots. It's coming out in the summer." And then they got all their press up front. I just I'm shocked at this whole thing it's crazy that show's never coming that show's never gonna come out when is it gonna come well, out it's gonna come out but it's it, it, i'm worried about its quality because if you literally they booked all of their huge press and they were months early like something's going on yeah someone fucked up yeah. something to quote cola scola something something about that didn't sit right with me i knew something had happened. Speaking of things that we got 1,000 calls on, here no. is maybe here is maybe the shortest version of this call. We got people full on calling in and reading the entirety of the Old Testament. So this is like the shortest call you that we got. You people gotta this. get a grip. Here we go. Hold on. Lindsay, Elijah is a prophet. He's literally Elijah the prophet. And he's supposed to signify when he returns, I think in human form, the return of the Messiah. So that's Elijah. That's why we feed him wine, I guess. Uh, you didn't know he was a prophet. First we of ha- all, if you paid attention in Hebrew school, you're a loser. And I was cool in Hebrew school. <laughs> <laughs> so all of you people who are like, Elijah's like- a prophet, you're losers. No. I Lindsay's mean- <laughs> smoking weed and looking at Justin Long in magazines in the back of her Hebrew class. <laughs> like opening a playgirl and like Justin Long like centerfold falls out. And I'm like, hey. No. In her drug rug. First of all, I was doing a partial bit. I could have looked up who Elijah was to know more specifically, but there's, but, but, but listen, but listen, just a partial bit. There are so many prophets and not all of them are like drunk fun prophets. So why would I even, why would I leave? I'm not going to bury the thing that makes Elijah unique and interesting, which is that he literally is drinks all of our wine. Mm-hmm. When I, if I could just say like a boring, like, oh, he's just another prophet. Like Bobby doesn't want to hear that. He doesn't care. He wants to know that he's See, drunk. I always, I always want to listen to what you have to say. <laughs> I'm trying Tell to keep about Judaism snappy for you. I'm trying to keep it fun and weird <clears throat> and spooky. Like a Cliff's Notes. Yes, not boring and, oh, he's a prophet. Like, who gives a shit? The Messiah's coming. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Messiah's coming. Okay, next next call. He's in prison. <laughs> Hey guys, I just wanted to call and let you know that one time I went to Trader Joe's and I was drunk and I went inside and all I could see were the children's carts. So I just used one and the whole time I was like, this is so awkward. I can't believe they only have these tiny carts here. But like also the store is so tiny. So it kind of makes sense. But um, when I paid and walked out of the store, I saw that there were a ton of normal size carts outside. And that's what happens when you're drunk shop. So maybe Dakota Johnson was just drunk shopping. 
I don't know. Uh, we only got one call about that. That's perfect. <laughs> and also somebody sent me good. a photo of the small carts, my friend Jordan, and I cried because I didn't realize how small they were. Well, the, They're I so say, small. I sent you the photos of babies using them, but I haven't seen any photos of adults using yeah, them. Yeah. He was like, he put it like for scale. I was like, that's too small. <laughs> Those are um, too small. We're not saying that Dakota Johnson was drunk shopping. We're just saying maybe she was. I don't. She was drunk. She's not pregnant. We can call her drunk. No, she's. That's true. She's not pregnant. Although, maybe she's pregnant. No, stop it. Stop it. Maybe she's pregnant. Randall Lambert's still pregnant. Uh, we have a call about that actually. Yeah. Well, still Next pregnant. Next call, really quickly. Where is this Rita call? This Kosovo. Hello, Who Weekly. Um, first time, medium time. I just wanted to let you know that the children of Kosovo definitely know who Rita Ora is and don't care. I just lived in Kosovo, in Pristina, for like two and a half months. And the only name that everybody from like old cab drivers who barely spoke English to literally like teenagers knew was Dua Lipa. They loved Dua Lipa, Dua Peep. Um, and they think that Rita Orr is about as hooey as it could get, even in Kosovo. I just thought you should know. Um, good for Bella Thorne. Bye. Dua Lipa is the true Albanian queen. It's, I guess so. I guess fucking so. Maybe she's the hometown hero. Rita Ora is probably the more internationally successful superstar. Sure, sure. They're like, we've had Rita for a while. We love her, but she's an old time. But Dua's new and hot and cool. I get that. Dua's newa. Dua's newa. Stop it. (laughs) Listen, Dua's newa. Stop it. Do my Brooklyn. Play the next call, please. (laughs) Okay. Long time, long time. I actually have something useful to contribute. Rick and Beverly Lambert, Miranda Lambert's parents, are family friends. In December, at a wedding, they told my mom they don't think they're ever having grandchildren. So, I don't think Miranda's pregnant. And I guess there's no immediate plans, but who knows? She seems to be a flaw one. But anyway, that's it. Also, Mars bitch. (laughs) should probably be the new clothing line. I really enjoy that. Thank y'all. It's Mars, bitch. I feel like Miranda's parents could have just been saying that to be like exasperated. Like, I guess we're never gonna be. Grand- Can you imagine if your daughter was Miranda Lambert? <laughs> like, no, I, guess I we're can't. Never- I guess we're never gonna be grandparents. No, I can't. But I also can see Miranda Lambert's parents being like too real. Aren't they both like lawyers or both like? In- deeply you professional in some I way know. private investigators they're like they're like very professional i feel like they're really intense deeply and that they professional wouldn't just like, is what and they wouldn't <laughs> joke around right 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 that right, they wouldn't right. joke around right, but right, i right, right, i right. love that it's like miranda lambert's parents are family friends wow i love the the hooligan universe i love next it next call hey you guys i had to stop today's episode and call in and i'm not really one for corrections but chantal jeffries um, Justin Bieber's ex is is a DJ. Um, she has a really good song that I like called Facts, and then another one I would have to look up. But um, no, she's a she has like a DJ residency the same way like Steve Aoki does. Um, I think of course it's with someone smaller. And you're right, like she doesn't sing; she's literally just a DJ. Um, her two best songs are Facts and Wait. Um, I would give them a listen because I actually thought they were bops. Like, I was into both of them, and I kind of low-key um, stan 
her we also um when I was living in LA I ran into her at the Beverly Connection um getting a Starbucks and she looked beautiful um with like no makeup on so I like her um not it, she is not uh, a Las Vegas resident though she just goes in for her residency, stays in a hotel and leaves. All right, so Thorin Bellthorn, bye. Let's play a little of facts and, and see what we think about it. That's facts. Big blue bills in the bank. Let's chat. Let's chat. I just hit a mail like a baseball bat. I just bought a hundred thousand off the glass. I'm a big deal, like my name all caps. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. It's like a remix, though, right? Chantal made that beat. Chantal made the beat. I just want to say, She's like, however I feel about Chantal Jeffries and her DJing, I just love that we have both sides. I just love both sides. It's like, hey, I actually am a Chantal Jeffries DJ stan. I can't believe I'm calling to say that, and I didn't realize that would be necessary to even do in my full life. But here I am, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know? It's lovely. I love our fans. And I love Chantal Jeffries fans. I love when those intersect. Yes. First question, maybe one of my favorite questions in a really long time. Is it even a question? I'm <laughs> not knows? sure. But it's something. Hi, Who Weekly, medium time, first time. I just want to alert you to the existence of the best article I've read in the last month, probably, on Daily Mail right now. It's about Simon Cowell. It's titled, Simon Cowell's new 15 million pound mansion is haunted by the ghost of Antonis, the gay lover of Roman Emperor Hadrian. And that's, that's really all I have to share. Okay. Uh, wow, I'm, I'm struggling. Uh, Scarjo, yummy pop. Bye. How did I miss this? I don't know how I missed this either. This, this is, is so up my alley. It's wonderful. It's like the sort of wonderfully batty and absurd and light and sort of like low stakes Daily Mail article that you wish you could get every single day, but that you just can't. And yeah, the headline is Simon Cowell's new 15 million pound mansion is, quote, haunted by the ghost of Antonis, the gay lover of Roman Emperor Hadrian. And it is filled with wonderful images and captions and stories. And like, I fully believe it. But it's also great because it wraps in literally like history with Mm -hmm. Simon Cowell has a ghost. But like, then you get to learn about this like gay romance between the Roman Emperor Hadrian, which to me sounds like somebody like, hey, Adrian, like Adrian, (laughs) and his this hey, hunk, Antonis. Antonis was a hunk. If the busts are true, if the well, busts people, are to quote Chantal Jeffries facts, he's a hunk. Well, I read the history of it and it's he was so hot that that there are more like depictions of him than of most else. of than no. anyone and people who unless they're like way more famous than him. No one could deal with how hot yeah. Antonis was. Antonis. Also this when you read when you read the first, like the lead of this story is absolutely the log line of a Ryan Murphy show. Simon Cowell's most recent real estate investment is said to have come with the soul of a gay Roman. Ryan Murphy reads that sentence to Netflix and they hand him $100 million. Like, well, they're like, oh, great. The way Give me six the story seasons. originated was actually the former owner of Simon Cowell's current mansion went to the Sun, or they mm-hmm. went to him or whatever. And he said, this house that I just sold to Simon Cowell is fucking haunted. Um, by Antonis, 
And, and he says that he brought Antonis into the home accidentally when he purchased a statue of him in 2014 and he unleashed the Greek spirit onto the property. And then the other best part about this, because you're like, well, we don't even, we don't just know Simon Cowell quote, like how do we even really know what's going on? Simon Cowell did, he, he is already into ghosts. He said three years ago, he claimed he had contact with the other side. And then he said this whole thing. I had a ghost in my house when I was living in Kingston Hill. My mom and dad were staying with me and I heard this banging on the door there was a dog in the house freaking out blah blah and then he had an exorcism in a different house what? Simon's gonna milk this he's gonna talk about it I mean what's crazy he's gonna have to have another exorcism <laughs> no he's not gonna want he's not gonna want to exorcise Antonis he's the hunk you want to keep the hunk in the house so do you if you had this hunk in your house you would let him stay no of course of you course would. you would I'd be like, oh, I, Josh and I are in a thruple with a hunk. <laughs> I just feel like you would be like, I don't want some like Roman Instagram hunk model like from old like ghost Look, in my house. If he started Instagramming, I would have to exercise him. But if, <laughs> as long as he does not have a social media presence, I'm fine with but the hunk ghost. But that's thing. I think this guy, I mean, obviously there wasn't Instagram at the time that he lived, but I think he was kind of an Instagram thought. You're, like you're, if you read the like history, you. it says – he was very likely not from wealthy family. In fact, he was even said to have been a slave. Oh, so he's However, got something to prove. Because of this mysterious bond with Roman Emperor Hadrian, by the end of his short life, Antonis was a household name. So he was like, he rose to be, like he was a them. He was like a, kind of like a them with who tendencies. And then it says. So he was a celebrity. He was like a celebrity um, boyfriend who then became as famous as the celebrity. Yeah. That's rare. More, more images have been identified of Antonis than of any other figure in classical antiquity, with the exception of Augustus and Hadrian himself. Literally. He got in every photo. No or whatever. One could, no <laughs> one could do. I mean, this bust, this bust also is the um, impetus for one of the Daily Mail's best captions of all time. It's a bust of Antonis, and then it says, Ghost Buster. The story of Antonis is a tragic one, having been a favorite of Hadrian, known to be particularly beautiful. The pair were fond of hunting together, so history reports. It is widely presumed that the pair had a sexual relationship, and many were jealous of Antonis. I love that they're like, and people were jealous. Well, then there's, the, there's two other captions. One is, who you gonna call? Simon Cowell's most recent real estate investment is said to have come with the soul of a gay ghost. And then the other one is... <laughs> no, this in, is the best one. In need of an ex, in brackets, factor... Or cyst. So if you try they to They could have just this, said X-Factor cyst. X-Factor cyst. Need of an X-Factor cyst. A further source. A further source. Another source has claimed <laughs> Simon 56, 59, sorry, believes in it's more than just urban life. So they're, they're taking his past ghost experience and weaving it into this new ghost. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He already, Understandable. Like, he loves ghosts. So like this is going to be good. X-Factor or cyst. Just say X-Factor cyst. Who cares? It's so X-Factor cyst. It's but so they good. really fucked up. So, do we believe it? Do we believe the ghost is there? Do well, we believe in an- ghosts? A on second this source said he knew about the ghost when he moved in. I definitely believe in ghosts, especially ones of like like thoughty gay like emperor boyfriends. I mean, if any sort of spirit is like hanging on and trying to be seen, it's like a thoughty gay like wannabe. Yeah. You know? Can I read you about the end of his life though? Like, it's kind of tragic. Oh yeah, because people say they might have been murdered. So it says. Hadrian visited Egypt in AD 130 along with the imperial entourage, including his wife and Antonis. <laughs> hang out. Love we'll to hang out with my wife and my gay lover. 
They embarked on a voyage up the River Nile, and on the 24th of October, Antonis drowned in the river on the same day the locals were commemorating the death by drowning in the Nile of the Egyptian god Osiris. Uh-oh. Although Hadrian maintained Antonis' death was an accident, the wife killed him, malicious rumors soon spread. Some thought he had committed suicide or he had been sacrificed. Oh, God. Others claimed Antonis sacrificed himself to prolong the life of the emperor. Oh, my God. So people were like, thought that he had done it himself. What do we yeah. think, though? We know Antonis. We kind of have an idea of who he is. He was he murdered. Was, he was killed. He was murdered. The wife was like, no, no, no. Bye-bye. <laughs> you can't defame the dead. He was murdered. He was murdered yeah. and the wife did it. Yeah. The wife was like, I'm sick of this. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting all the attention. Yeah. There are so Your many photos boyfriend. of him. <laughs> photos. So many busts of him. There's two busts of me. There's 30 of Hadrian, of yeah. Antonis. Antonis. I really, really love this story, but I want to read one more, one more quote from the the person who used to live in the house, the hedge fund billionaire. Yeah. It, about the uh, the statue. Sure. It's really not that funny, but he goes, "It was delivered in a crate. When I was locking up, I heard the sound of heavy objects being knocked over from the drawing room where Antonis was still lying in his box. The same happened the next two nights, but there was nobody there. I just like that he refers to him as like a person in the box. Yeah, he was lying in his box and banging around trying to get out. He wanted to." You know, he he wanted to install Instagram. We need. <laughs> he's having to set up an account. He's like, he's I'll like, even take an Android. Anything. Uh, he's like, I need an email address. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. I don't confirm this. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Modson and Bella Thorne broke up. And in the Daily Mail article regarding this, Modson gave a quote himself. As in, he has no one to do it for him. And I think that makes him a who forever. Either way, very good form, Bella Thorne. Very good form. They were going to last. What did you did you think these two were meant to be? I still do. They're they're like good for each other. Like, yeah, they're good for each weird. other. Weird. I mean, I also feel like they're young, and you know, who knows? But they have a big age difference, right? They're about ten yeah. years apart. He's older. Like. Usually those sorts of relationships, if they ultimately do work out, they're sort of fraught at the beginning. There's a lot of breakups. There's a lot of yes. the younger person trying to figure stuff out. But the older just, person like, being like, you, their, their oats, is that yeah, it? Yeah, the older person being like, you know what, you do you for a little bit. And if you still want to do this, come back. And I kind of feel like that's going to happen. But I'm always wrong. So, <laughs> you know, I'm what always, do I know? But take that with the grains of salt because I'm always wrong. Um, yes. Grains, grain, a grain, grains, one grain. A grain um, of salt. So what's but what's but we I don't think we would even normally cover this because it's like they broke up okay, um, except you're so right. It's really funny because when you go to the Daily Mail article, still talking about Daily Mail, a so they they have a source that says that they fought at Coachella, but that's irrelevant. They go to Mod Sun and Mod Sun gives them a quote directly, which is like truly rare. shocking. Whoever gives them a hell. quote, no one gives them a quote. He, he said that he made the decision to end the relationship, adding there was absolutely not any friction between he and Bella beforehand that may have led to the split. He didn't rule out a potential re- reconciliation. And he, when he asked if they could patch things up, he said, you can't tell the future. It's just so rare that we get a direct quote to the Daily Mail. Yeah. That's not a source. That's that's the point of this story. It's wild. Also, the photo of um, the photo that she used to announce their breakup on Instagram, he has like this like amazing outfit on. He looks incredible. I've told you that. That's from the Carnegie Hall, Carnegie Hall thing. I told you. I was God, like, like Monson like looks really hot and these like photos incredible. from Carnegie Hall. Yeah, no, I know. I told you. 
Um, yeah, um, so people keep calling about her book it. and their performance, but there's not really much to say about that, so we don't really have to mention it. And also, it, she's written like, books before, so it's like, I know the Bella. Like, everyone's yeah, like, Bella wrote a book. It's like, yeah, like, she writes books. Not that I'm like, I'm jaded about it, is what I gotta say. She's gotta yeah, step up her game, because I know she writes books. Speaking of clothes that look good, I wonder if I could find an outfit as good as Modson's on Swap.com. I honestly bet you could. I yeah. bet you could. And so it's like Modson probably paid a lot for that outfit, but I could probably pay a lot less on Swap.com. And instead of going through like rack after rack after rack at a thrift store, I could do it online, which is great because it saves me time and it saves me frustration and it saves me from leaving my house. Which is honestly the number one goal of my true life. Swap.com has something for the whole family, including women's, men's, juniors, kids, baby, and maternity. You can save up to 90% off retail prices on your favorite brands like Lululemon, Carter's, Nike, J.Crew, and Gap. And if something doesn't fit, this is a great part about Swap.com. They have hassle-free returns within 30 days. How many thrift stores can say that? How many thrift stores can say that? You have to take a real chance. I know. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. And we have a special offer for listeners of Who Weekly, a.k.a. You Hooligans. So go to swap.com slash who, and once there, you can sign up to get free shipping on your first purchase, which is a low-risk way of giving online thrifting a try. That is swap.com slash who. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. I'm hoping you can look into something for me. It is about Sophie Turner and her real hair color, which I think we were all under the assumption was blonde because I think she had said that, and then I was doing... Uh, scroll on her Instagram recently and one of her wellness bond videos she says that her natural hair isn't red or blonde and that she just uses the Wella hair products to achieve that so is she saying it's brown is she not and she's just lying for the spawn what is her natural hair color I really want to know um, crunch, crunch. So the the video that the caller is calling about is this one. Let's play it. My hair isn't naturally blonde or red. It's all well a professional's color, and it's fabulous. And that's the tea. She even did, and that's the tea. So she's like used her the mystery surrounding her hair color to sell a spawn and her meme. Yeah. So she's doing a whole lot of things at once, and I. I'm going to go ahead and defer. So you have all this research in here, which is really good. And there's people are obsessed with Sophie Turner's hair. Well, that's what I was saying. What's weird is I was like, who gives a shit about Sophie Turner's real hair turn? Sophie Turner's real hair color. And then I Googled Sophie Turner's real hair color. And the whole world was like, we give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I just screamed. No one's given more of a shit about anything than people give a shit about Sophie Turner's natural hair color. Well, I didn't know that it goes into the plot. It was like, well, she dyed her hair. And then we were like, maybe she's like the dragon lady. Like, it made people think about plot lines. Mm -hmm. You psychos. You fucking psychos. People, and by the way, we're not doing a fake Game of Thrones. We're not doing a Game of Thrones podcast. That was a joke. Can you imagine me trying to watch Game of Thrones now? It would be one thing if Lindsay actually watched it because we both watched Westworld. That's what we did. Do you want to watch the finale? Yeah, it's like my, it's like me and Sopranos. The only episode of Sopranos I've ever seen is a finale. Oh, so good. I love Sopranos. Missing out. You're missing out. You're missing out. You're so, missing out. but that, the, yeah, that'll be funny. But yeah, that's why the, the this is not a Westworld podcast worked because we both watched it. And we're like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. So everyone is wondering what Sophie Turner's natural hair color is. Apparently, what she has is said it. But is it? Because now this Instagram video calls things into question. She has said in the past many times that her natural hair color is blonde. And the reason this is a big deal is because she has such like famously reddish brownish hair on the show. So whenever she shows up at an event looking blonde, it's jarring. But it turns out that's natural. Sort of like when Amy Adams 
Oh, no, when, remember when Rachel McAdams went brunette and people were like, whoa, that's wild? Because she yes. was blonde for such yes. a long time, but she was like, yes. the blonde is fake. That's not my real hair color. It's the same sort of thing. Um, but I still believe it's blonde. I think this Instagram thing was a joke. It was. I think it, she was. Well, what I kind of got from this was many blondes are blonder when they're younger and then it gets a little bit muddied, a little bit darker. You kind of grow up, it gets a little bit more dirty blonde. Mm-hmm. And I think she was saying, obviously, to sell a product, I blonde up my hair more with this product. And but, also, yeah. and also that like she's probably changing her hair color so many times that like who knows what her real hair color looks like anymore. When she goes back to blonde, she's doing it via hair dye. She's dyeing. doing it via hair dye. So her even blonde though is going to be different hair. than her natural yes. blonde, even though I it fits I think that's in. what it means. I mean, also, it's like, literally, there are so many articles. It's like, she wears a wig. Like, her hair is, like, <laughs> fucked up. Like, that's da-da-da. First, I can't believe I read so many dumb articles about Sophie Turner's hair. I got to say, I'm not happy about it. And that's the tea. Hold on. <laughs> and that's the tea. And that's the tea. Oops. And that's the tea. So I did a little sip with my delicious Java. Okay. And that's and that's the Java. Hey guys. Do you think Rita Wilson knows who Rita Ora is? Something to think about. Bye. We have, have a we have a definitive this. answer. We have a definitive answer. Well, so I have thought about this, and I did, you know, my due diligence. I did a bunch of Google searches, as I do, <laughs> because you know it's like would they know each other? So Rita Ora, Rita Ora, and Rita Wilson both work in music, but they work in separate genres. Could mm-hmm. they have crossed over at some sort of musical event? Maybe has Rita attended like the Grammys or like you know like what's going on with Rita Ora and Rita Wilson where they would both be at the same thing and. I did a lot of searching. And then I also thought, does Rita Ora know Chet Hayes? Does Rita, does Tom Hanks ever met Rita Ora at something? That's more likely maybe. Something like that. And then I searched their names together and I, I scrolled through a million results because a lot of it was like the Daily Mail headlines were on the same page, but for Rita Wilson and Rita Ora. But like they weren't together, you know what I mean? And then I found this event Organized by singer-songwriter Linda Perry, the event was called One Love Malibu. In addition to Katy Perry and Rita Wilson, it featured the talents of singers Gwen Stefani, Alanis Morissette, Rita Ora, and Macy Gray. What a lineup for Malibu. Oh, that's huge. And so, and Demi Moore spoke, I guess. So I guess they were both at this event and it was charity. So I assume because it was like more of a low-key charity event, they did meet. They did meet. They do know each other. And I actually think for this example, Rita Ora doesn't know who Rita Wilson is, but Rita Wilson knows that Rita Ora is a pop singer because Rita Wilson is paying attention to singers, songwriters. She has got her eye on the music prize and she is – I agree. She like has an awareness of who's in music, I think. Rita Ora is like who's this random woman. Honest, I really honestly think that. It's like – Rita Ora is a little busier. Maybe she has to put it together that was Tom Hanks's wife, which you wouldn't because yeah. unless he was there, you wouldn't. Exactly. You wouldn't. Yeah. But I do I do think that they know each other. Um, have they spent much time interacting? Probably not. Not outside that. But I mean, I think they've met, but I don't I still stand by that Rita Ora is not quite sure about Rita Wilson. And I don't know if she's mm-hmm. like a big fan of like Sleepless in Seattle or like, you know, the various, you know, roles, Gloria Bell, all of Rita Wilson's <laughs> classics, you know? Yeah. But they know each other. But they know they each know. other. They've met. Yeah. I think. You know, someone who I've recently gotten to know? Who? 
Harry. <laughs> Who's Harry? Harry's is a brand of razors that are not overpriced. They are not overdesigned. They are simple. They have clean design with quality and durable blades. And I like shaving with them. Honestly, they're super close and they're smooth and they're they don't leave my you know, my shaving area all red and irritated like a lot of blades do. My shaving area? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to start, like, comparing other blades because I don't think that's the point of this ad. But certain, you you know, I'm sure you are the same way. Like, certain blades are irritating on your skin, even though, even if they purport to be really good. And you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Why did I spend money on this? Certain mm-hmm. blades are really good. And Harry's really mm-hmm. works for me. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. You can join the 10 million people who have tried Harry's by going to harrys.com slash who weekly they've received over 20,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and Google. Their replacement cartridges are just $2 each. That's half the price of the Gillette Fusion Pro Shield, and all of their blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. And if you don't love your shave, you just tell them, and they give you a full refund, which I love. I love a full refund moment. You so do. you can get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, plus a travel blade cover. And listeners of Who Weekly can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash whoweekly. That is harrys.com slash whoweekly to redeem your offer. Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, long time. Um, just heard about some other callers calling about this. I didn't really care about Tamar Braxton before listening to this podcast, but I am confused and interested in who is her new beau or boo or boyfriend or relationship. This is David Adesetto. Um, She says he's not on social media, so it's maybe more of a puzzle. And I see here there's this lovely article called the David Adesetto, sorry, wiki from Earn the Necklace which has a little R sign, so earn the necklace trademark or brand website, which I don't know if I trust, but I trust you and, <sighs> yeah, so Lindsay and Bobby, who is David Adesesto? Adesesto? You know, he's Nigerian, he's not on social media, and her whole family just loves him. Um, I guess we know, too, he's a chief executive officer and financial consultant and owns some business called Suchi Inc., that's S-O-O-T-C-H-Y, so Suchi, like, uh, went to Harvard Business School, all the things. Anyway, apparently he was born in 1969. He's 49 years old. Please discuss. Uh, good for a Bella Okay, so Tamar Braxton has a new boyfriend. What do we think? <laughs> um, I think he's a scammer. I, there's so little about him to find online that, like, I don't. I agree. I've surveyed the evidence, and I honestly feel a little sus about this boyfriend. I feel like if you are... Well, so, like, what's the deal? His name is David Adafeso, and he, his Instagram... So uh, she started dating him after she uh, divorced her husband, and that was a lot of drama, and she won Big Brother, and then she started dating this guy, and now he... He recently appeared for the first time on Braxton Family Values, which was teased, and he created a Twitter, or he restarted a Twitter to, like, tweet about his appearance on that show, essentially. he His Instagram says he is changing the world through financial literacy at the Pacific Group, and he also has this app that he started that doesn't really do anything yet, but he claims it's about, like, giving loans, which I don't like. The website doesn't us. make any sense. So I went to the well, website, it says yeah. how Suchi works. The logo is like a dolphin with a graduation cap on, and it's kind <laughs> of a creepy dolphin. Yeah. And it says, okay, so, it, you know, good intentions. It says, um, our mission, 
bullet point. We have an epidemic in America, bullet point, 44 million people with student loans, bullet point, 5.6 million in default, increasing by 25% every single year, bullet point, our mission at Suchi is to end the epidemic. Cool, that sounds great, an amazing mission, student loan debt is bullshit. But then it says how Suchi works, and then when you read it, you're like, oh, this looks like a scam. <laughs> um, securing well, just, the future of our kids. I don't think that it's like it exists yet. Like it's so. No, that's what I mean. Like this isn't this isn't anything. Well, normally, like a guy, a finance guy, it's like, oh, he's mysterious. This is good. He's like, mm-hmm. this is what we thought about James Packer when Mariah Carey was preceding him. We're like, oh, he's kind of like mysterious and like that's good for her. Like he's not in the spotlight. Not didn't turn out well. No, yeah, is, this like, is very, this is very Packerian. This is very Packerian. Anyway, yeah. it says, uh, this is how Scucci works. Suchi works. These are the steps. Mm-hmm. Join Suchi, and then there's a flowchart, and then the next step: invite friends and family bullet point birthdays holidays graduation christmas bar mitzvah hanukkah and then it says college education fund and then it's like where where is this money coming from where is it sitting what are you going to do with the money when you get it i mean i barely understand my own like finances but how the fuck does this work there's no I think it's just like not fully formed it feels like one of those things where they just like got the name and put the website up to like just have it and then it's not like done yet and it's just like it's hard to really dump on because it's a really good I I mean it's it's a good cause, but I just do not trust it. I do not trust this guy. I think I wanna tell Tamar to watch out because this guy is is seems like a self promoter. Well he says in his this Facebook post, he says, um Suchi.com, a technology venture powered by a smart artificial intelligence-driven system with one objective in mind, completely eliminate the need for student loans in America. We will use technology to fix what is broken and give our children a chance. So what I worry about is that it's like it's doing like it's doing like e-currency mining or something weird. It's I I don't it's really it's really, really shady and to weird. be fair we also don't know a lot about money systems and stuff like that so like something that could seem shady mm-hmm. to us could just be too complicated for us to grasp yeah maybe but he has a very rags to riches story because his, he he shows up in new york when he's 21 he has 250 dollars, and then he's like i take the cpa exam i go to harvard business school i'm like i'm really successful now which is like a story we all have heard before and we love it but I don't know. I feel like from Nigeria. I don't know. It's a good. It's a good story wrapped up in a in the. I'm gonna attach myself to a celebrity kind of known for her emotional vulnerability, Mm -hmm. um, and self promote after it. Like we've seen this before, and I worry for Tamar. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say like all the red flags, but I would say just like a little bit of just like you know, watch your. I do like that he like has his own money. That's yeah, a good that's sign. Good. That's he's got good. his own money. He's got his. He he has a good job. It seems he's got his own business. I just don't love the the one thing that was weird was when he was just like tweeting. I like mm-hmm. that's weird. That's weird. Um, that's weird. So the first time Tamar ever mentioned him, it was on Wendy Williams' show in the fall of last year, and this is how they talked about it. Lindsay, I'll play As it you for you. You might have seen on the internet. Just got back from Jamaica <laughs> with her new man. Who, by the way, has escorted her here today. He's upstairs, he's in the building. <laughs> um, I'll describe him. He's African, he's in wealth finance, he's got dreads. He's fine! And he's got a really nice body. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Really quickly, the photo that they're showing is him 
lounging by the pool and his face is obscured (laughs) so all you see is his body like his built body and they keep they keep cutting to this photo and there's no face to see that's all that wendy wants to see hey where'd you meet him i met him at a friend's birthday party oh hallelujah he is oh thank you god he's so fine i can't take it sometimes it's like a whole snack a lunchable Is he, is, he from, is he from L.A. or Atlanta? No, he lives in L.A. He's okay. originally from Nigeria, but um, he, he lived here for a while. He went to Harvard Business School. Harvard? He's super smart. He's so smart. I'm so proud of him and amazing. He's so amazing. He's so kind. And he saved. And, you know... <laughs> how, long, how long have you actually been with him? Oh, about three months. But it feels like forever. But like... look, but three is the magic number. Yeah. Are you in love? Yes, very much so. <laughs> so that's that's this guy. I'm sure we'll be hearing more about this guy as he continues to push his app and as he continues to appear on Braxton Family Values. I just hope that Tamar watches out. I hope it's not a Packer situation. I hope it's not a yeah, for real. That's what that's what I immediately thought of with this cuz just like woman with a big personality, fi- like kind of like shady financial guy, but not I don't he's know. Not, Whatever. Not shady f- I, I mm. rush to call him shady. We should not be calling him shady yet. No. Like, we'll see. TBD. No. We're done for the day. Thank you for listening. As always, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love your reviews. We got a couple of good ones. We also got someone who said, I talk too fast. Like, sorry, I'm not slowing down anytime soon, sweetie. Um, sweetie. But I love reading your review. Thank you for the commentary. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly. Um, one of the bi-weekly episodes just dropped. I think it's a pretty funny one. Weekly newsletters as well that are also a lot of fun. Um, call 619-WHO-THEM for leave your questions, comments, and concerns. And finally, buy tickets to our final shows in Nashville, Boston, and D.C., whoweekly.us slash live. Um, you know the drill at this point. Is that all we have to say? Yeah, I think that you got it all. It was great. Amazing. Well, have a great oh, weekend. What, 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 just what, talk what? about, just at, say something about the conference. <laughs> say something about the conference. Oh, we're going to be doing panels at the PodX conference in Nashville, which, which is why we're in Nashville to do a show with Nancy podcast. We love Nancy. And we're going to be on panels. Who knew? I'm going to be on panels. It's going to oh be exciting. God. It's going to be exciting. I love panels. So catch us there if you're in Nashville. And we will see you on Tuesday. Bye. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Mueller report, honeys. Mm. Okay, bye. Hi, gang. Long time, long time. Um, Christina Melian was at my work tonight, and she's really nice and tiny and hot. And I thought you should know. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, excuse me, ma'am. The biggest damn star is the suck.